Can you dream of a world immune to cancer? Hello everyone, my name is Nick and I'm the host of the annual live stream for The Cure where content creators and podcasters from around the world join me to raise money for the Cancer Research Institute and Immunotherapy Research, which is training the body's immune system to fight against all forms of cancer. Over the past seven years, thanks to the power of indie podcasters and the indie podcasting community and listeners just like you listening to this right now, we have raised over $90,000. And as I record this now, the eighth annual live stream for The Cure is barreling down upon us really, really quickly in just about two weeks. So join us, please, from May 29th through June 1st for 48 hours of amazing content from people all over the world and help us fight for a world immune to cancer. And I'll return you to your regularly scheduled programming. Thank you so, so much. And together, we can make a difference. Madam? Oh, I do apologize. Oh, it's an honor to be of help. I must get those brakes seen to. It was so great for oh, Miss Nuffles. Nuffles! Oh, it was nothing. Oh, what a lovely little doggy. My name's Paella. Paella Bakewell. Oh, I know who you are, Miss. Light as a feather, you're the Baker Light girl. Oh, that's me. I'm Wallace. <laughs> I'm in bread myself. Oh, really? In a world overflowing with movies, we need a hero. Someone to separate the bad from the good. Sounds like a job. Hi everyone, I'm Emma and welcome to Verbal Diorama episode 197. 
a matter of loaf and death. This is the podcast that's all about the history and legacy of movies you know and movies you don't. And welcome back to Verbal Diorama. Hopefully you've been listening to this whole series this week. But if you haven't and you're a brand new listener, welcome to Verbal Diorama. Welcome back, regular returning listeners. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for being here on this journey of Wallace and Gromit, but also the journey of this podcast. I'm so grateful to have you here for you choosing to listen to this podcast because not only are we talking about the history and legacy of A Matter of Loaf and Death, but this is the final of five very special episodes, all to celebrate this podcast's fourth birthday. It's been a journey. <laughs> I know it's cliche because everyone on reality shows always says it's been a journey, but this is not a reality show. This is my life. And it genuinely has been the most incredible journey to still be doing this podcast four years after I started. Blows my mind. Genuinely crazy. But every year on the anniversary of this podcast, I like to give you, the listeners, a gift. And in the past, I've done gifts on episodes with Disney and Studio Ghibli and I decided to kind of do the ultimate gift which was five episodes over five days covering all five Wallace and Gromit films. So obviously Monday was the first Wallace and Gromit adventure, a grand day out. Tuesday you got the wrong trousers. Wednesday a close shave. Yesterday the feature length, The Curse of the Were-Rabbit. And finally today a Matter of Loaf and Death concludes this five-episode arc. It doesn't, though, conclude Animation Season. This is the 12th episode of Animation Season. It follows The Nightmare Before Christmas, Fern Gully, The Last Rainforest, Inside Out, South Park, Bigger, Longer and Uncut, The Emperor's New Groove, Perfect Blue, The Pirates in an Adventure with Scientists, A Grand Day Out, The Wrong Trousers, A Close Shave, and The Curse of the Were-Rabbit. Obviously, a huge thank you if you've listened to any or all of those episodes. Animation season is something that I love to do, and I do it every year. And I do it to celebrate the medium of animation. And to go some way to say, well, animation, you could argue it's primarily for kids in many respects, but it's not exclusively just for children. There are a lot of animated movies and TV shows that are purely for adults. In this season, I've done South Park Bigger, Longer and Uncut and Perfect Blue. They are both very much adult animations. So animation is not just for children and also it's not a genre either. And that's something else that I like to use animation season to try and push that idea forward. And the reason I wanted to cover Wallace and Gromit specifically is obviously these are stop motion animated movies and they are focused very much on families. They are accessible and available to everyone, especially if you are in the UK and you have access to the BBC's iPlayer service. All of the Wallace and Gromit short films are available on the BBC iPlayer for free. So if you haven't seen them recently and you're listening to this series and you think, I really want to watch the short films, they are available on the iPlayer. The Curse of the Were-Rabbit, unfortunately, is not currently available, but it is available to rent on Amazon or Apple or whatever streaming service you currently have. But Wallace and Gromit is so quintessentially British and they are genuine icons of the British film industry. It's really hard to imagine what the film industry would be like without Wallace and Gromit, especially the animation industry. 
they are so pivotal to the history of animation. And they are characters that are recognised across the world. And throughout this journey, I've talked about the making of a grand day out, the wrong trousers, a closed shave, and then the curse of the were-rabbit. But after all of those, and a very tempestuous relationship with DreamWorks, Ardman would return to the BBC and return to short films. So for the final time, let's go back into the history and legacy of Wallace and Gromit by starting with the trailer for A Matter of Loaf and Death. Wallace and Gromit are back. We're on a roll, lad. And they've got a new business. I'm inbred myself. Really? But this time... Oh, dear. It's no piece of cake. Another baker. Baker with his own rolling pin. The heat is on. And it's not just the dough that's rising. Don't worry about me, lad. I'm fully in control. Get ready. On my way, Gromit. For action. I've got a bomb in me pants. Romance. <laughs> And a whole new breed of hero. Because this time... Go for the knockout! For Wallace and Gromit, it's a matter of loaf and death. Wallace and Gromit have a brand new business, Top Bun. The whole house is now a granary with ovens and robotic kneading arms. Huge mixing bowls are all over the place and everything is covered with a layer of flour. On the roof is a Wallace patent-pending old-fashioned windmill. Although business is booming, Gromit is concerned by the news that 12 local bakers have been murdered this year. But Wallace isn't worried. He's too distracted and doe-eyed in love with local beauty and former Bakerlite girl, Piella Bakewell, to be of much help. While they enjoy being the toast of the town, Gromit, with his master's life in jeopardy, must be the sleuth and solve the escalating murder mystery in what quickly becomes a matter of loaf and death. Let's run through the cast of this short film. Peter Salis returns for the final time as Wallace, Sally Lindsay as Piana Bakewell, and Melissa Collier as Fluffles. A Matter of Loaf and Death was written by Nick Park and Bob Baker and was directed by Nick Park. As so the last episode, I went into the troubled production of The Curse of the Were-Rabbit, and it wasn't troubled from the point of view of Ardman having trouble with what they were doing. It was more so troubled from the relationship they had with DreamWorks at the time. But after The Curse of the Were-Rabbit, from 2006 to 2007, there was an exhibit at the Ghibli Museum in Mitaka, Tokyo. And that featured the work of Ardman Studios. David Sproxton and Peter Lord visited the exhibit in May 2006 and would meet animator Hayao Miyazaki during the visit. And Hayao Miyazaki has long been on record as being a huge fan of Aardman. So in October 2007, after the dissolution of the DreamWorks deal that proved to be kind of difficult for both sides, despite the spokesperson claiming it was amicable, Aardman announced Wallace and Gromit would be returning, this time on the BBC, with a project named Trouble at Mill. It was going to be a classic whodunit, that's Aardman's words, not mine, and it was going to be all about murders at the hands of a serial killer. That's serial as in breakfast cereal and not as in cereal. You get the gist. As with every Wallace and Gromit adventure so far, technology and invention would make the process easier for Aardman. This was the first Wallace and Gromit short film that was filmed on digital, which meant no physical film. Previously, the 35mm film had had to be driven to London to be processed developed and synced, and then driven back to Bristol. 
if you don't live in the UK and you're unsure of how far it is from Bristol to London, that is a 240 mile round trip every day. Switching to digital meant they could see the shots immediately. They were using SLR digital cameras. And this was also the first time Ardman had used this software Stop Motion Pro to work on any stop motion animated project. Mostly though, Nick Park used Trouble at Mill to rebel slightly against the previous shackles of the relationship with DreamWorks. He would comment, quote, I don't feel like I'm making a film for some kid in some suburb of America and being told they're not going to understand a joke or a northern saying, unquote. The title, Trouble at Mill, would end up being changed due to it being more of a Northern England colloquialism and the film would be retitled A Matter of Loaf and Death, a play on the 1946 fantasy romance film A Matter of Life and Death by David Niven and that obviously wouldn't be the only cinematic reference in the film because this being an Ardman movie and this being a Wallace and Gromit movie, these movies thrive on their in-jokes, on their cameos, on their little references and the story was peppered with references to aliens, to ghosts, and also, most famously, to the 1966 Batman movie when Gromit is trying to get rid of the bomb. But ultimately, this is a story about, well, the murder of 12 bakers. The final of which is called Baker Bob, after Bob Baker, the co-writer. Baker Bob would be voiced without credit by Ben Whitehead. You may remember him from the previous episode on the pirates in An Adventure with Scientists, as the UK voice of the pirate who likes sunset and kittens. Ben Whitehead is actually important to the story of Wallace and Gromit going forward, so put a pin in that and we'll come back to it. Nick Park would end up defending his decision to start a family short film with a murder. It would ultimately lead to a matter of loaf and death being rated PG on home video here in the UK for mild comic threat. Every other short of Wallace and Gromit is rated U, which is basically universal and accessible to all. And while Payelle is about as well-rounded as Wendeline in the characterizations of Wallace's love interests, she is a genuinely great villain. She's voiced by Sally Lindsay, most well-known here in the UK as Shelley Unwin in Coronation Street. Payella really is the poster girl for how society is misogynistic and how the public treats older, overweight women, especially as she found fame as a young, slim woman. Obviously, this causes Paella to snap and start blaming her misfortunes on the bakers who bake the bread that she likes to eat, rather than on herself for eating the bread that the bakers have baked. But she is also a vile human being, so deserves to be eaten by a crocodile at the end. For the first time, though, we also get a love story for Gromit in these movies, as he suffers from puppy love with Fluffles, Paella's abused poodle. Unlike the fractured relationship with DreamWorks, where suggestions were constantly made and questions asked about the validity of the world of Wallace and Gromit, the BBC made no notes or suggestions about the content of A Matter of Loaf and Death. And while it was the last animated short in a while, it's not the end of the story of Wallace and Gromit. It is far from it. Julian Knott would again return to compose the score for A Matter of Loaf and Death, and Julian Knott has been part of this story since a grand day out. It's so wonderful to see the careers and the trajectories, not only of these characters, but also of the people making these movies and how much it's changed their lives being involved with Wallace and Gromit. A Matter of Loaf and Death would also be the first time that Wallace and Gromit was pirated, with the short film appearing on the Pirate Bay on the 3rd of December 2008, coincidentally the same day it premiered in Australia. So it premiered on Australia 22 days before it was shown on Christmas Day on BBC One. 
It was also pirated and available on YouTube on the 19th of December 2008. Despite the piracy of the short, A Matter of Loaf and Death garnered the greatest Christmas Day audience in five years and received the most views of any programme on Christmas Day 2008 in the UK. And officially, A Matter of Loaf and Death was the top-rated TV programme in the UK in the entirety of 2008 with a record total audience of 16.15 million viewers. Ardman actually missed qualifying for the 2009 Oscars for A Matter of Loaf and Death, as it needed to be submitted to the Academy by the 1st of October 2008, and the short wasn't quite ready yet. It was instead submitted for the next year, meaning it didn't get nominated till the 82nd Academy Awards in 2010, despite being released in December 2008. So it would end up being nominated for an Oscar for Best Short Animated Film, although unfortunately it didn't go on to win. It would win the BAFTA for Best Animated Short Film. This means that every Wallace and Gromit adventure has now won a BAFTA and they've all been nominated for an Academy Award. A Matter of Loaf and Death lost the Oscar, not to Creature Comforts this time around, but to Logorama, a French animated short. And just in case you're wondering whether Wallace and Gromit will be returning, They will definitely be returning. An as yet untitled film is due to be released in 2024. It is a partnership between Aardman and Netflix. The film will premiere exclusively on Netflix around the world, except here in the UK, where it will debut first on the BBC before also coming to Netflix. And again, it's really great that Aardman and the BBC still have this exclusive partnership and agreement, despite Aardman now working with Netflix. The logline on Netflix's website states, Gromit's concern that Wallace has become over-dependent on his inventions proves justified when Wallace invents a smart gnome that seems to develop a mind of its own. As events spiral out of control, it falls to Gromit to put aside his qualms and battle sinister forces or Wallace may never be able to invent again. So, what happened after a matter of loaf and death? Because... A Matter of Loaf and Death came out in 2008, so it's been 15 years. So what have Wallace and Gromit been up to in the last 15 years? On the 4th of November 2009, Ardman celebrated 20 years of Wallace and Gromit with a Google Doodle, a special fan Q&A with Nick Park, and an episode of The Culture Show hosted by Mark Commode from Ardman's headquarters in Bristol. Wallace and Gromit would go on to be involved in Children in Need, Christmas ad campaign for Marks and Spencer, have their own Christmas stamp collection, and return to TV in 2010 for Wallace and Gromit's World of Invention. Six episodes broadcast on BBC One in November of that year. The resulting online game, UK Roadshow, a nationwide competition, led to Ardman receiving its first BAFTA for new media. The World of Invention would also tour Australia in 2012 and take place in a life-sized 62 West Wallaby Street. Nick Park would also make an appearance on The Simpsons, nominated at the Oscars for Willis and Crumble's Better Gnomes and Gardens, on hand to give advice to Bart and Homer about working together and that filmmaking is a team effort. On the 24th of April 2013, Blackpool Pleasure Beach opened to be Thrillomatic, a giant slipper-shaped family roller coaster, and the summer of 2013, Wallace and Gromit's Grand Appeal charity embarked on an ambitious fundraising project called Gromit Unleashed, with 80 giant Gromit statues across Bristol for 10 weeks. Over 1.1 million people went on the trail to find all of the statues, which were painted by local artists and celebrities. All 80 statues found a home at an exhibition in Bristol, 
before going under the hammer at a huge charity auction, raising £2.3 million. To date, £5 million has been raised by the Grand Appeal Charity for Bristol's Children's Hospital. Grobbit and Leash would also appear in Hong Kong in 2014, and these would also be auctioned to raise money for charity. But the saddest event that's happened since the matter of loaf and death has been the death of Peter Salis. On the 2nd of June 2017, Peter Salis, who'd retired from acting in 2010, would pass away, aged 96. While most knew him for Last of the Summer Wine, a whole generation just knew him as Wallace. His gentle wit and charm and distinctive voice gave Wallace so much character from the very beginning. And for the team at Ardman, saying goodbye to Peter was tough. Nick Park would say, quote, They don't come along very often like Peter Salis. He was a unique character on and off screen, and it was an absolute honour to have known him, unquote. It was always going to be tricky to recast Wallace, and originally Nick Park was unsure whether just to retire the characters, but they actually had a secret weapon in their arsenal. Because for projects like video games and ads that Peter Salis wasn't available for, they enlisted Ben Whitehead. And on the 29th of April 2022, they announced on Instagram that Ben Whitehead was the voice of Wallace going forward. Quote, we're delighted to announce that Ben Whitehead will play Wallace in the upcoming VR adventure, The Grand Getaway, as well as in future projects. We were touched to see from the many comments shared about the film that Peter Salis, the original voice of Wallace, holds a very special place in your hearts. We're happy that Ben would uphold Peter's wonderful legacy by bringing Wallace's unique charm to an exciting new chapter for the duo. For those of you that may not know, Ben has had lots of preparation and experience for this role. In fact, he has voiced Wallace in a number of projects since 2005, inhabiting the part of Wallace just as Peter would have wanted and honouring the memory of a special person who will always remain at the heart of the Wallace and Gromit story, unquote. Sean the Sheep would go on to have his own cinematic adventures in 2015 and 2019 from his home at Mossy Button Farm, and a spin-off of a spin-off, Timmy Time, would air on CBeebies, aimed at preschool children. And a matter of loaf and death being the biggest TV event of 2008 in the UK goes some way to show what true icons they are, not to be held back by different careers, technological advances, spats with big studios, or even death. Wallace and Gromit remain pillars of society in their own way for being the endearing characters that everyone can love and relate to, made with love in the UK by people who know the value of their characters enough to say no to Jeffrey Katzenberg. It just goes to show that any idea, especially one that starts with plasticine, can be a great idea. This journey has lasted almost 33 years so far. And like Wallace and his crazy inventions, it shows no sign of slowing down. Thank you, Nick Park. Thank you, Ardman. And thank you, Wallace and Gromit. And thank you for listening. As always, I would love to hear your thoughts on A Matter of Loaf and Death and the entire history and legacy of Wallace and Gromit. But mostly thank you for your support over the last four years. I have no intention of stopping this podcast, by the way. It will continue. But I'm so grateful to you for listening and for supporting me. Even if this is the first episode that you've ever listened to, you're still supporting me and I'm so grateful. Obviously, if you do want to help this podcast grow and get involved, you can leave a rating or review wherever you found this podcast. You could tell a friend or family member about this podcast or about the whole series, especially if they're a fan of Wallace and Gromit. Or you can find me on social media. I'm at Verbal Diorama. 
on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Letterboxd, Hive, Mastodon, Post, literally everywhere. And you can find my posts on there. You can retweet and you can like them. It all helps with visibility. So while I'm not going to do the normal comments and bits and pieces in episodes that I normally do, except I will say off the cuff obligatory Keanu reference, what am I going to say about a manner of loaf and death when it comes to Keanu Reeves? Uh, I guess the fact that as far as I'm aware, Keanu eats bread. As far as I'm aware, he's not gluten free. Unlike me, because I do not eat gluten. So I actually would not be able to eat any of Wallace and Gromit's loaves. But I assume Keanu can. Uh, that is the worst off-the-cuff reference ever, but you're just going to have to deal with that. What I am going to do, though, is I am going to tell you about the next episode because it's not Wallace and Gromit, obviously, because Wallace and Gromit is finished for now. But what it is, is actually a return to Disney. And it's the final episode of animation season. But it's also the most expensive animated film that Disney has ever made. And it's still the most expensive animated film that Disney has ever made. It's actually the joint most expensive. It's the joint most expensive with the Lion King's recent, quote, live action remake. It's so expensive, in fact. It's still the joint 13th most expensive film ever made, again tied with the Lion King. This animated film from Disney is more expensive than Star Wars The Force Awakens but not as expensive as Star Wars The Last Jedi. The next episode is going to be untangled. But why was it so expensive? Let's find out in the next episode, shall we? Before I go, a quick shout out to the patrons. Thank you for your support of this podcast. As always, I could not do what I do without the financial support that you give me. But really, to everyone listening, thank you for being here for this journey through Wallace and Gromit. And I sincerely hope that you've enjoyed it and you've got something out of it and once the new Wallace and Gromit film premieres there is every possibility that I will be returning to Wallace and Gromit again at some point in the near future but for now I'm going to end this series as I always do by saying and finally oh, there you are I think these matches are a bit damp Ah, yes. It's one of those joke candles, lad. Mm. <laughs> Oi! Where are you going with that? <laughs> Granny, it's a bomb! The cake's a bomb! Wait a minute. You don't think Pihella could be... The serial killer? Well done, Wallace. Sharp as a brick. Now do exactly as I say or Fluffles get snuffled. You cross me once too often, you treacherous little... Get that thing away, lad! Bye. Movie should know. Movie should know.